0: Welcome to the Miami Valley Church Podcast. We're so excited that you are here with us. We hope that you are challenged and inspired by what you are going to hear today. We'd love to have you join us online Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. at miamivalley.org. If you love the Miami Valley Church Podcast, subscribe to our channel and leave us a comment or rating in the Apple Podcast Store. Now go, love the valley right where you are. Hey, good morning, Miami Valley Church. This is Pastor Jed and I am excited to get into God's word today. We believe that God is leading us uh, through this season and we are asking him, Lord, how would you have us to love and share Jesus with this valley. And so today I really want to focus in on who is Jesus. I hope you have your Bibles with you or some way to read God's word today. We're going to be looking at the Gospel of John as we get started today. I just want to pray for us and just come into the presence of God. Heavenly Father, God, thank you so very much, Lord, for just allowing us to dig into your word this morning God to hear your truth the word that you want to speak to us God I pray that uh, as we get into it this morning God that you would just soften our hearts God and just uh, show us who you are God reveal yourself even greater to us God as we draw near to you Lord uh, I pray that your truth would just Uh, do things in our heart, God, and just remove things that are not of you, Father, this morning. God, we love you so very much, and I just know that you're going to do great works uh, through this message today, God. I am excited. I love you, and I thank you in Jesus' name. Amen.
1: My Bible's open to John chapter one. I've got my moleskin and my pen ready to take notes and just hear what God has put on Pastor Woolridge's heart as he opens up uh, John chapter one to us. We're doing this today because this fall we're going to be taking a look at the Bible from cover to cover. In fact, that's the title of the series, Covered. We want to open up every book of the Bible, Genesis through Revelation, and show you where Jesus is seen in every book of the Bible. That's right, Jesus is seen in Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, all the way through Revelation. So we're going to be pointing you to Jesus. In fact, Jesus on one occasion said, "Um, you open the scriptures and read them because you think that in them they have life. But no, those scriptures point to me. And So we're going to show you how the scriptures point to Jesus. And that's why Pastor Wilber just started in John chapter one today because if we're going to point to Jesus We need to understand who Jesus is and there's no better place to go than John chapter one So again grab your Bible John chapter one Grab something to take notes with and let's see what God has to say about who Jesus is this message is for you today Open your heart get ready. Jesus loves you
0: Well, hey as we dig into the gospel of John uh, my prayer is is that God would reveal himself even greater to us if we are to share jesus with this valley we better know who jesus is and so as we jump right in john 1 if you have your bibles with you john 1 1 it says in the beginning The Word already existed. The Word was with God and the Word was God in the beginning. Now, when we read that, it's reminiscent of Genesis 1-1, right? If you go back all the way to the Old Testament, the very first book of the Bible, it's called Genesis 1-1, you will see it says, in the beginning, and it gives us a specific moment. It gives us a specific uh, time, a period in time when it, God created. And so as John starts out, it's, it's very reminiscent of Genesis. It says, in the beginning, the word already existed. It gives us a reference point to, to go back to. Then it says, the word. The Greek word of the word is logos. Uh, when this was written, it, was, it had a popular meaning. With the Jews, it was God's spoken word. It was the voice of the Old Testament, the first books of the Bible. Uh, To everyone else, it was the power of the universe, maybe like the the inner thought or reason behind why things were. It, It was a powerful word, so I don't want you to miss that today, the word. It says, in the beginning, the word. Don't miss that today. It says, the word was with God and the word was God. Don't missed that the word was with God and the word was God so now we are introduced to God right at first we are introduced to a period in time a moment it says in the beginning right creation when when all of that is going on but then he talks about God and we we know this from Genesis 1-1 because it says in the beginning God created and so we know that to be true that in the beginning God was there but it says the word was with God and the word was God Don't miss that today. Verse two, he says, He existed in the beginning. Watch what he says here. He switches it up, he changes from the word to he. No longer does John say the word, but he, he calls him he. So we, we know by, by hearing this immediately, we are shown that the word is not just a written word. It is a person. It is a personality. It is, it is something that we can grasp when it says he existed in the beginning with God. Look at this. Look at verse 14 in John. It says, so the word became human and made his home among us. See, when we read Genesis, we read that in the beginning, God created. And it tells us day by day, step by step, every single thing that God did, how he breathed the stars into existence, how he created the animals, how he shaped the mountains and formed the oceans. And our human minds, we just cannot fathom that. We look and see everything on this earth, and it's just... It's, it's so hard for us to, to comprehend how, how that, that must have looked. We get to read it word by word in God's word, and it is truth. But our minds just cannot wrap around uh, that, that reality. It's just so hard for us to visualize that. But in verse 14, it says, so the word became human and made his home among us. God literally made his home among us. He came to this earth. He put on flesh in the form of Jesus Christ. See all the other gospels, Matthew, Mark, and Luke, they all start off talking about Jesus. And John does too. John talks about him too, but instead of telling about uh, Jesus's birth or telling about uh, Jesus's ministry, how how he got started, John shows us something, he says that in the beginning he was with God and he was God. Look at that, he existed in the beginning with God and that should just blow your mind this morning as we hear that. So now we know that the word is Jesus Christ. We have a moment, we have a person. Then he says that in the beginning the word already existed. If you wanna do a deeper study on this, look at Proverbs 8. And look at how it says that, that he was there in the beginning when, when the foundations were formed. I want you to go through that. Uh, maybe you're in a, a small group here in Miami Valley Church, or maybe you uh, just wanna dive into it with your family. If you're not in a small group or a, a group setting like that, I would encourage you just to dig into that. Uh, that is how your faith grows. As Dr. Cox said last week, we cannot do it alone. I want you to get into a small group of people, truly invest. If you go through uh, the gospels, uh, the time that Jesus was on this earth, look at how he did ministry. He poured into just a few people and literally just lived life with them. He taught them, they would go out and serve thousands of people, but he just invested in a small group of people. You can whittle it down from, from 12 to a couple, to just one right here, John, the one who he loved. Jesus was intentional about spending his time and living life with a small group of people. So why would we do it any different? If you're not part of a small group setting, I would encourage you to get into one as soon as possible because that's where your faith grows. And so if you want to do a deeper study on that, read Proverbs 8 and just see how Jesus was there in the beginning and how uh, he was there when, when creation happened. Verse three in John, it says, God created everything through him and nothing was created except through him. I want you to just think about that for a minute. God created everything through him and nothing was created except through him. Everything we see, everything we touch was created by him. Don't miss that. When it says everything that was created uh, was created by him and through him, that includes you and I. Some of us right now are dealing with uh, an identity crisis. You don't know who you are, or maybe you've forgotten who created you or who your father is. Today, maybe you're, you're listening to this and you're thinking to yourself uh, because of maybe circumstances that have happened just this week, I will never measure up. I will never be pretty enough. I will never be smart enough. I will never be uh, good enough, you name it. Have you forgotten who created you? I hope that when you hear this verse, God created everything through him and nothing was created except through him, you are quickly reminded that you are his. Ephesians 2.10 tells us that we are his masterpiece. You were created by him for a specific purpose. Do not miss that today. He created us anew in Jesus Christ so that we can do the good things he planned for us long ago. Your life has a purpose. Maybe through this COVID season, you have just dealt with depression, and you have been so isolated, and you just feel like your life just doesn't matter. Listen to the words that he is speaking to you this morning. You are his creation. You are his masterpiece. He has a plan for you that he he planned long ago. Before you were even born, he had things lined up for you, and they are good things. He says he has created us anew in Jesus Christ so that we could do the good things that he planned for us long ago. Verse four in John, it says, the word gave life to everything that was created and in his his life brought light to everyone. The light shines in the darkness and the darkness can never extinguish it. I just wanna hit pause right there. We just need to praise God for who he is. God, thank you so very much just for for being a light, God. Thank you for Jesus, that he just lights up this dark world, God, this world can get so dark. And as we have seen just over these last six months, God, uh, this world is just a dark place, whether it's uh, a pandemic that has just stop the world, God, and people dying, people sick, God, people fighting against each other, people just, the hatred, the darkness that just rules the earth, God. Your word shows us that the light can never be extinguished by the darkness, God. We praise you for how beautiful and how glorious and just how awesome you are, God, that you just light up dark places. Father, right now, I pray for the one who is listening who is in a deep, dark state, God, who is in a deep, dark place right now, God, the things that they're going through, you are not caught off guard. You know every single thing about them. You know what they're dealing with, God, and you and you alone can light it up. Father, as we just ask you how to share Jesus and and love this valley, God, I pray that as we go out, God, we would just light up uh, this valley, God, with your love, with Jesus, because it is what this world needs. Father, we praise you and we thank you in Jesus's name, amen. The light can never be extinguished by the, by the darkness. The darkness can, can, can never overcome the light that he, that he gives. And so I don't want you to miss that today, but I want you to go back to the, the theme of this book. Who is this word and what does he do, right? If we are asking, uh, Lord, would you lead us? Would you truly lead us? We want you to lead because his word says that Christ is the head of the church. And maybe we have just gotten so far from that. And we just need to repent and say, we are sorry. We are sorry that we've tried to do it our own way. And you have allowed us to do it for so long. But as we can see by, by the statistics that you all are, are very familiar with, right? The church is not reaching people. As it should be and so we are asking Lord would you lead us you have gotten our attention would you lead us and I want you to see here as we go back to the theme who is Jesus and what did he come to do verse 18 says no one has ever seen God the only son who is the same as God is at the father's side he has made him known Jesus came to make God known. He came to make the Father known. He came to show us the Father's heart and how much he loves us. By Jesus coming into the world, he has shown us who the Father is and the heart of the Father and the love of the Father and how he has pursued us all the days of our lives. Verse 17 says, God gave us the law through Moses, but grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. God gave us the law through Moses, right? But it says, uh by by but grace and truth came through jesus christ verse 10 it says he came into the very world he created i want you to just think about that for a moment the very world that he created he came into but it doesn't stop there it says but the world didn't recognize him he came to his own people and even they rejected him but to all who believe in him and accepted him he gave the right to become children of god do not miss that today We have the right to become children of God through Jesus Christ. And what better way to come to know who God is but through the good news of Jesus Christ, through the gospel. It's what Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John talk about. It's when Jesus came to this earth, what he did uh, on this earth for us. He came from heaven. He left uh, the kingdom of heaven to come to this earth so that he could die for our sins. Rise from the grave grave three days later so that we may have life. Look at what John 3, 16 says. You are probably familiar with this verse. It says, for God so loved the world. Right there, it shows the heart of the Father. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, Jesus Christ, that whoever believes in him shall not die, but have eternal life. Don't miss that today. Jesus came to show God's heart and to save us. Save us from what? Our sin. We are a wicked people. We are wicked. Uh, go all the way back to the beginning in Genesis, Adam and Eve ate uh, from the garden, right? They were deceived by the serpent, the snake, the enemy, right, and he says, is this really what God said? And they, they uh, gave in to that, that sin, and from that point on, we have suffered the consequences. We are a sinful people, and so we are desperate for a savior. We were headed towards destruction some of you might know the story. A couple of years ago, I was out on a fishing boat uh, about 25 miles off the coast of Alabama. Uh, when my boat sank, I was on the boat with uh, some family and we were literally sinking in the middle of um, the, the Gulf. And uh, right about that time, uh, the US Coast Guard was alerted and they were, they were told that we were, we were sinking, we were drowning. And so we were rescued by the U.S. Coast Guard. I hope that's uh, the first and last time I will ever have to get rescued by the U.S. Coast Guard. But what I want to show you in that illustration is the U.S. Coast Guard didn't come out there to to eat lunch with us. The U.S. Coast Guard didn't come out there to go fishing with us. They didn't come out there to tell us uh, stories of of things that they have seen out there on the water. No, they came to rescue us. They came to save us because they saw what we were headed for and that was destruction. Something bad was going to happen. We were either going to drown or be stranded out there for a very long time. And so they came to rescue us and the same is true for Jesus. He saw where we were headed and it was God's plan all along to send a rescuer for us, a savior for us. And that is his purpose so that if we believe in him, we can have life and have eternal life and spend it with our heavenly father. Do not miss that today. But now we know who Jesus is and what he came to this earth for, we are faced with the decision, what will we do with this Jesus? Will we acknowledge our sin and, and admit that we are a sin for people and turn back from that and believe that Jesus is the Son of God and that he came to this earth, died a death on a cross for you and I so that we may be saved? Will we do that today? At Miami Valley Church, we say it like this. When you are confronted with the good news, the gospel of Jesus Christ, you cannot stand still. You either take one of two steps. You either move away from him or you move towards him. And so right now, right at this very moment, we are faced with the decision. Will you take a step towards him today or will you take a step away from him? You have just been confronted with the good news, the gospel of Jesus Christ, and we should have joy this morning as we hear that. We were headed towards destruction, we were headed towards death, but Jesus made a way because of the grace of our Father God. The choice is yours, I can't make it for you, only you can. But I wanna be with you and I wanna pray for you as we go on this journey together. I believe that we are all on this journey together and we have pastors in our church here that would just love to come alongside of you and encourage you every step of the way. If you've never said yes to Jesus, don't let today slip away i hope that you see that you are his that you are his creation that you are his masterpiece and what he has done for you through his only son jesus christ he has sent you a rescuer he has sent you a redeemer a savior because he loves you so much and there is a day of judgment coming a day when we will be confronted and we will we will have to acknowledge did i believe in jesus christ do i truly uh consider him lord of my life did i have i ever asked him into my heart that day is coming so friends i'm not trying to scare you this morning but i want to encourage you if you've never said yes to jesus life is short we don't know when we don't even know if tomorrow tomorrow is not promised god's word tells us that do not miss this opportunity today as we get ready to go into worship today, to just hear uh, even more about who God is and who Jesus is in the beautiful name of Jesus. Would you just soften your heart as God begins to do things inside of you right now, as he begins to speak to you. Would you just soften your heart and allow walls to just fall down uh, as we come before him right now in praise and worship. As we come back together afterwards, I'm gonna give you a challenge. But right now, just, just, completely remove anything that is not of god maybe it's something you've been walking around with all week maybe it's uh, something that is in the back of your mind or maybe it's something coming up next week that you uh, just cannot stop thinking about i want you to just remove it right now one-on-one get alone with god and just allow him to show you who he is and who you are in him
2: you are.
0: beautiful name it is the name of Jesus after hearing that song we we get to come back together today and just recap of who he is how great he is what he has done for us Jesus thank you so very much for making a way God I pray right now for the person who has never said yes to you I pray that they would just just say these words as I'm about to say Heavenly Father God I acknowledge that I am a sinner Father, today, I wanna put my trust in you. God, I believe that you sent Jesus to die a death on a cross for me because of my sin. He took that sin on and bored my sin on the cross. God, I believe that Jesus rose three days later, and today, I open my heart to you. In Jesus' name, Amen. If you just prayed that prayer, I wanna say congratulations. That is the greatest decision you will ever make in your life. I am so excited for you and I wanna encourage you and pray with you. Would you just email me at start at miamivalley.org. That's start at miamivalley.org. Maybe, maybe you didn't make that decision today and there is something that uh, you just can't get past. Can I encourage you? I wanna talk with you as you're going through that. You are not alone. You are not isolated. You are not uh, by yourself during this time. You have someone who wants to be with you and reach out to you. And so would you email me at start at Miami I would love to walk with you and talk with you as you go through that process. What a beautiful name it is, the name of Jesus. As we said earlier, Jesus came to this earth. He died a death on a cross and he was put in a grave, but he didn't stay in that grave. God raised him from the dead, and now he is seated right next to God in all of his glory. Jesus, Jesus isn't uh, the picture that we think he is uh, being on this earth anymore, no. He, he is with us, but he is seated right there at the right hand of God. And when we come before him in prayer, he, he has the Father's ear right there. And so it is just an amazing picture of who he is, what he came to do. And I hope that today through his word, you have got to see him and know who he is even greater. I love you so very much and I'm praying for you. I'm excited for the things that God is doing as we continue to ask him, God, how would you have us love and share Jesus with this valley? Let's go out and love and share Jesus even greater today.